Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. It is Unsportsmanlike here on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. You can watch us on ESPN2. Along with Michelle Small and Chris Canty, I've been coming with you. Be a part of the Unsportsmanlike Nation on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. 888-SAY-ESPN. 888-729-3776. ESPN Nation presented by Dr. Pepper. It's not college football season without the delicious taste of an ice-cold Dr. Pepper. The ones fans deserve. You guys can weigh in on, on the athletes that lived up to the hype. Bryce Harper completely has lived up to the hype. Obviously, LeBron is the king of that, right? There's no athlete maybe ever in the history of sports that ever was covered so early and lived up to the hype. So often, mm-hmm. Venus Serena in there, Tiger maybe in there, Tiger's, Tiger's in, in there. there for sure. Anybody else? Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, was... oh, Power Memorial. Yeah, New York. he was a phenom. Like in, in high school, as soon as he got into high school, it's yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. Well, LeBron was called the chosen one on the cover of Sports Illustrated. I don't know mm-hmm. how much more pressure you can put on a young person than that. Yeah, just the intensity, the coverage, social media era for him to do everything right, like yeah. that. Like, yeah, LeBron feels like that's. That's the pinnacle when we talk about superstar young prodigies living up to all of the hype once they turn professional. But, I mean, you, you got to give some love to Tiger Woods, too. 100%. I mean, dominating the field at the Masters as a teenager. like that's oh, yeah. just, And it's, three years old on The Tonight Show, right? Yeah, at just, three it's, years it's, old, it's his dad crazy. brought him on there somehow. He got on there. And you think about all the other athletes that, like, didn't live up to it. I remember growing up in New York. CeCe will remember this guy. Felipe Lopez was an uh, was a phenom. St. John's, yeah. St. John's, Rice High School in New York. Mm-hmm. Great player. Probably stayed at St. John's too long. Probably, if he could just come <laughs> yeah. out after high school, he could have been the number one pick in the draft, yeah. probably. And then was in the NBA, but didn't live up. Brian Taylor with the Yankees was a pitcher. Yep. There's so many athletes. Todd Marinovich, remember him with the quarterback? The, yeah, the second overall pick, yeah. No, 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 no. That's uh, Tony, Tony Mandrich. Tony yeah, Mandrich. Same Another thing. one. He was, Another, on the, he was on the cover of Sports Incredible Illustrated. bulk, I think it was. Yeah, exactly. There. Yeah. Did we bring up Kobe? Oh, Kobe. Yeah, that's a great Kobe, one. Kobe. Yeah, yeah, obviously lived Coming up to the height, lower Marion. But, but, like, but what? I feel like you have to be like a top draft pick, right? You have to be like the first or second pick in the draft. Mm-hmm. Like people have been looking forward to you. So like a Wemby, pro. like a Victor Wembanyama. Yeah, Wembanyama. Yeah. Shohei Otani. Yeah. He's another one. Like people said, this is the second coming of Abe Ruth. And I would say he's lived up to the hype. He's oh, going to get $500 million this offseason. Ridiculous. Yeah. I don't want to say. Do- Dodgers should be on the phone right now with his reps, too, by the way. Y'all need him. I'm sure they are. Uh, I don't said, think that's. Sure, he said, I'm sure they are. I don't think it's just now. I think they but I don't think free agency after, starts when free agency starts. But after another early punch out for the Dodgers, they're yeah. they're going to be a little bit more desperate. I yeah, think. but Shohei Otani is definitely on that list for uh, sure of living up to the hype. All the baseball coverage, ESPN Radio, we have it, including that Phillies Braves game tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern time. Phillies, of course, winning last night up two one in that series. Dodgers get eliminated at the hands of the Arizona Diamondbacks. The Astros, of course, beat. The Twins and 888 Say ESPN is your Dr. Pepper call in line for the athletes that lived up to the hype, like Bryce Harper has done two home runs last night. All right, we have quarterbacks around the league that have been hyped that are not necessarily living up to the hype, mm. all of these guys. And Dominique Foxworth, who does a phenomenal job on ESPN, NFL, former NFL player, was on Get Up yesterday. 
and brought up his top five NFL QBs this season with the most at stake. He has Mac Jones of New England, number one. His reasoning behind that was basically if he doesn't get it done this year, he's not starting anytime soon anywhere else. Kirk Cousins, Tua, Mm. Justin Fields, and Kenny Pickett. The one that stands out with the hmm from Smalls there is Tua. My guess, CeCe, in this conversation in terms of the most at stake is not Tua's ability nor his ability to lead them to winning. It's his ability to stay healthy because if, God forbid, he does not this year, the doctors may not let him play after this year. So he he actually could be number one on that list because of what's really at stake for this man. Well, yeah, he'll be number one from that regard, but also from a contract standpoint, too. Because if he does make it through the season healthy and they do get to the postseason, I think Tool would be in line for a $250 million-plus contract. That's what the going rate is for franchise quarterbacks, and the Dolphins would have enough evidence to be able to support paying him that. Mm-hmm. The biggest concern with Tua hasn't been his ability when he's on the field. This has been a, a match made in heaven with him and Mike McDaniel, the head coach, who's, all, who's an offensive mastermind. It's just a matter of him being able to stay healthy, and he has not been able to do that each of his first three seasons. So we'll have to see, but based on how things are trending and this offense being on a historic pace – there's no reason why Tua can't get the bag if he does stay healthy. So that's probably the caveat and why Dom has him on this list. Yeah, I think when we look at this list, Smalls, I think you can definitely say that Kirk Cousins, if he's not the starter with Minnesota, will be a starter somewhere else. Yep. I actually think it maybe I'm nuts. If Justin Fields is not the starter with the Bears, I do think another team could give He'll him be a, a starter shot. In the league, yeah. yeah. Uh, Kenny Pickett, I, I got to be honest. I it, It's rare to say about a starting quarterback in the league, I don't know. I don't know about Kenny Pickett, and he's a starting quarterback in the league. I just don't know enough. But and he's not just your average starting quarterback. He's old. Kenny, Kenny Pickett's 25 years old. Wow. Like, like He's played a lot of football. So, I mean, he should be a little bit ahead of the curve when it comes to your second year starting in the National Football League at quarterback. So the fact that he struggled the way that he did after they picked up a little bit of steam in the second half of his rookie year is surprising. The only reason why I don't express more urgency about Kenny Pickett is because of the organization that he's with. The Pittsburgh Steelers are patient. They usually don't go for big swings, especially at their that position. They're a draft and develop type of team. And so I don't know that Kenny Pickett can play poorly enough where I see them pulling the plug all together mm-hmm. on him and going a different direction at that position. So I like the list. I understand Tua is on there because of health and not because of performance, which I totally understand. But I can't imagine putting Kenny Pickett on the list over a Dak Prescott or a Russell Wilson. Don't you think both of them have more at stake this season? See, I think the one that has the most at stake of any quarterback this year, and it's not because he's going to lose his job, but Josh Allen, to me, has the most at stake. At mm. some point... Josh Allen has to be the quarterback of a team in Buffalo that actually gets over the hump. Because the window won't stay open that long? It won't, because he's going to get paid more and more and more and more, which means the other 52 are going to get paid less and less and less and less. Mm -hmm. And what do we say? The unsportsmanlike QB rules that we have. You either need to be on a rookie contract or be a guaranteed Hall of Famer. What's he? That's a great question, and I think it's still TBD. And the fact that he's been in the league this long and this team has had success um, under Sean McDermott so long, I, I, I think we're wondering, well, you've had a lot of cracks at it. You've had a lot of opportunities. Why haven't you been able to break through? That, that's been the big question. Like we've, we've shuffled the deck when it comes to coaching positions. Guys have graduated out of the program, both players and coaches. 
Now it's a matter of Josh Allen being a force multiplier, but also being a stabilizing force within the franchise when all of the things are changing around you. And it just doesn't seem like he's done that to the level that we need. And it's really because of the miscues. He's always going to have the wild plays, which is going to keep you coming back. But can he get you the plays that should be layups? Can he make those layups consistently, which puts his team in position to have success and get wins, especially when it matters the most? That's the thing that we want to see from Josh Allen, and it hasn't come around. I don't know that Josh belongs on that list, though, because there's really I, – I, I see – Josh, when we have the conversation about you know the the best quarterbacks in this generation, he's involved in that, and we want to see him do high level winning in order to feel good about including him in that conversation. But I don't think he has as much at stake in terms of what happens the rest of the way this season as the quarterbacks on this list and the guy you brought up, Smalls, Dak Prescott. Mm-hmm. Well, I think there's a legacy question versus a job security question. I think the the guys who are on the list outside of Tua. Or a job security question. But isn't yes. that more at stake in the in the immediacy of this year? Yes. If your job is at stake, that is, to me, more 100%. pressing than your legacy. 100%. But if I look at Josh Allen and I ask the question about what's at stake, is he, from an on-field perspective, is he Phillip Rivers or is he Brett Favre? What's his career going to be? Is he going to be the guy that puts up the individual numbers that you always are like, he's almost there, or the guy that has the individual numbers and some bad numbers, right, interceptions with Favre? yeah. But went to a Super Bowl and won one and went to a Super Bowl and lost one, right? If I'm not mistaken with Favre, one and one. Yeah. Um, which one's he going to be? Well, I, that's what's at stake well, in my Well, mind. here's the thing. And I think a lot of people give Phillip Rivers a pass because he played for the Chargers. Remember the Chargers were the team that Eli Manning got drafted by. He said, I'm not going to play for y'all because y'all are a bad organization. And he was And right. everybody was like, yeah, he's probably right. <laughs> you know, if Eli – like think about it. If Eli was in with the Chargers and Phillip Rivers is with the Giants, you wonder – does anything really change in terms of the Giants quarterback having success and winning championships? I don't know. But I guess the whole point is when it comes to Josh Allen, he's in a stable situation with a stable organization and a solid head coach. You should be able to break through if you are what we think you are from a talent standpoint. Now, a couple of quarterbacks that aren't on Dom's initial list. We mentioned Dak Prescott, Russell Wilson, he, his career mortality as a starter in this league at quarterback. Zach Wilson, mm-hmm. I think there's something at stake for him the rest of the way. I could see a world where he plays well enough that the Jets can justify staying pat at the quarterback spot, rolling with Aaron Rodgers coming off the Achilles in an age 41 season. And if Rodgers can't stay healthy, we feel good about Zach leading our team to the playoffs. I think that's at stake for Zach Wilson. Um, there are some other quarterbacks. Ryan Tannehill, his career mortality as a starter in this league is in jeopardy. What, like three he, years ago when that happened? That, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous. Daniel Jones is in the conversation for losing his job as a starter with the New York Giants. There are a lot of quarterbacks that have a lot at stake this year. So I want to go to the Zach Wilson thing. Zach Wilson fits our categories. Either you're on a rookie contract or you're a surefire Hall of Famer. Zach Wilson is still on his rookie contract. This is why I don't think the Jets should be in the Kirk Cousins sweepstakes right now, if there is a sweepstakes. Not because I'm saying that Zach Wilson is better than Kirk Cousins by any stretch of the imagination, but Zach Wilson fits what's smart for a team at the quarterback position. Again, either a rookie contract or a Hall of Famer. Over the last three games, two touchdowns, no interceptions, over 600 yards, 65 of 101 in terms of his pass attempts and pass co- and, and completions there. And I think when you look at this, he's gotten better over the course of the last three weeks. and He's gotten more comfortable and I still think – I know, CC. you say the Jets are dumb to just bank on this and guarantee this. Mm-hmm. I think 
the Jets are banking on Rodgers coming back next year, and Zach Wilson's development is better for the future than Kirk Cousins on the one-off. Getting Kirk Cousins would go against what we say is the right move at quarterback. They're not going anywhere with Kirk Cousins. I'd rather not go somewhere, so to speak, with the guy on the rookie deal than the guy in the in-between that I have to give up a pick for. You're right. Zach Wilson has improved. He completed 70% of his passes in consecutive games. So we're definitely seeing those strides. Yay! Yay, Zach! However, <laughs> I, know, I know that they're probably going to want to see this through with Aaron Rodgers. If he's doing the rehab, he's in touch with the team, he wants to come back, I'm sure they're going to give him that opportunity. But I don't know if that's necessarily the right opportunity. Because it's not, Smalls. It's a, a mistake. That, that's built to win now, and you, you thought you were a quarterback away. If you stick with Zach Wilson because he's the through line for you to get Aaron Rodgers back next season, that's a really big gamble. But what if Zach Wilson becomes good? What if this whole process kind of toughens you him up and You can't good? bank on Zach Wilson becoming good. You can't bank on You're the Jets. You got to win now. <laughs> Garrett Wilson in a year is going to need a new contract. Sauce Gardner in a year is going to need a new contract. You just paid Quinnen Williams. You just took care of his brother Quincy Williams. Brees Hall is going to need a new contract. You have so many young players that you've drafted that have hit for you as an organization. That's a great thing for Joe Douglas. But the the other side of that coin is you got to pay these dudes, and they're going to be looking for top of the mo- top of the market contracts. You have to find a way to capitalize on the window that you have between this year and next year because after that it gets expensive and you're going to have to make tough decisions. Kirk Cousins allows you to do that. You can't bank on the ifs of Aaron Rodgers staying healthy or Zach Wilson being better and more consistent. I wouldn't be willing to take that risk. And if you, have, you also have to consider with Joe Douglas and Rob Sala the job security aspect of this thing too. Mm-hmm. There, there's no guarantee that they're going to get a pass because of the Rodgers industry, injury. Like, this is a team that has to win, and they've got to do better. They've got to show tangible signs of progress with their program in order to justify coming back in 2024. Kirk Cousins helps you do that, which is why he's worth the draft pick. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776, your number to get in on the Dr. Pepper call-in line, the quarterback with the most at stake this season. And at stake, it's how you define it. Is it job security? Is it legacy? Is it staying with that same team? The quarterback with the most at stake this season. Coming up... It's going to be a little bit squishy over there. Damian Woody's <laughs> going to join us, and we're going to have an offensive lineman and a defensive lineman going at it. We'll do that next on Sportsmanlike ESPN Radio. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. So what's the first thing you do if you had an extra hour in your day? Go visit your parents, hang out with friends, and catch a movie? They're all solid options, but what about devoting time to yourself? Maybe taking up a personal hobby you've put off. With everything in your life that you handle, work, picking the kids up from school, running errands, you never really get enough me time. The best way to squeeze that time into your schedule is to first understand your own personal value and then make yourself a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Prioritizing mental health is an important part of my life. Let BetterHelp empower you to be the best version of yourself and guide you along the journey of becoming a better you. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash 
unsportsmanlike. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is the Unsportsmanlike Podcast on ESPN Radio. What up? Uh-huh. <laughs> that's that's well. good. All right. <laughs> Can we really do the next one? No, no. I don't know the words. I don't know the yeah, words. I, I, know, I know the song. We're going to get in on it now. Yeah, I know that. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's about all ESPN I got with Radio. that. <laughs> Presented by Progressive Insurance. Hello, Michelle Smallman, Chris Canty, Evan Cohen with you. Damian Woody is here. Smalls and Damian, uh, we're breaking down all of Damian's coffee orders. Yeah. You have a very specific coffee order, very lengthy coffee it's very order. very intricate. Yes. And so I... <laughs> I make sure I keep it in my notes app on my phone. So if anyone ever decides to go to Starbucks for me, I just shoot it to them, man. Because if it's off, I can taste it. I can taste it. You know what's amazing? I have said to CeCe on and off the air, he is the most prepared former athlete I have ever worked with in my entire life. Damien may take you on that. Oh, no doubt. He keeps his Starbucks order in his phone No doubt about it. You know, I always say, you know, linemen are usually kind of like the – we're the most cerebral group, in yeah. my opinion. Everybody wants to talk about quarterbacks and stuff. Linemen tend to be the most cerebral guys on the team. That's a polite way of saying, yeah, he's a lot smarter than my myself and former defense. No, no, no. That, listen. That's what, he, that what he's saying. That's what he's saying. No, listen. Listen, wow. listen. We're a UVA guy, so I know he's plenty smart. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna, I hadn't said this to my mom literally the other day. said to me, she goes, Chris Canty is so smart. What did he get on his SATs? I said, I don't know what he got in his S. My mom assumes you got a 1600 on the SATs. No, I, I know I got enough to qualify for my scholarship to college. That's all <laughs> I need. That's, that's all, all that I matters. need to know. That's all that uh, matters. How much I got to get? Cool. I got that number. We go into college. That's yeah. right. That's all that matters. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. So he is a UVA guy. He's very. He gets. He gets bothered when we say how smart he is because he's, he's very so smart. damn smart. Yeah. Very smart. But anyway, uh, see, he's uncomfortable. Look at him. <laughs> he's uncomfortable. You know why? You know why I'm looking at you, and you know why I'm laughing. I, I I don't know. I don't know. You I don't speak so well. Yeah. 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 No, 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 no. Yeah. No, no, no. That's not at all what I was doing. I'm just messing with you. No way would I, was I doing that at all. In any way, that was my mom saying how dumb I am is what that is. Trust me. Trust me. Okay. Uh, we were just talking about the QB with the most at stake this season. Dominic Foxworth put that out there yesterday. Uh-huh. The QB in your mind with the most at stake this season? Tua. Why? Tua Tungvalor because of the – the amount of money that he'll be able to make this at, at the, after this year. Um, I always said coming to the season that Tua, you know, they exercise his fifth-year option, but he has so much at stake financially if he can stay healthy. Well, guess what? He's so far, so so far, so good, right? He's yep. healthy. He's playing at a very high level. And if he continues this for the rest of the season – He's going to be one one of maybe not the high you know highest paid guy. Yeah, we know how these guys are just trying to leapfrog each other, and obviously he's leading that prolific offense down in Miami. So I got to go with Tua. 
Damian, another quarterback that people are questioning, a guy that's probably as polarizing as any quarterback except Dak Prescott is Russell Wilson. They're on Thursday Night Football tonight, Mm -hmm. Kansas City Chiefs. Now, during the season when teams consider making significant changes, it usually happens at the bye week, but there's also a natural opportunity at the mini-bye when you pay on a short week Thursday Night Football. Could you see Sean Payton making a change at the quarterback position in the foreseeable future? No. I mean, because if anyone – Listen, if you watch Russell Wilson, he's actually been playing a lot better. Mm. He has. I mean, he's been playing a lot better, and the numbers bear it out. So, Russell Wilson is far from the from the the, the, the the big problem in Denver. Their defense is historically bad. And so, when you can't stop anyone, you can't stop a nosebleed, even a quarterback can't overcome that. So, you know, is Russell Wilson playing at, at – the peak of his career, no, but I think he's playing some pretty good football, him and Sean Payton together. I think, if anything, they'll probably sell off some some parts in the, in the, in the near future. Yep. If they Because their schedule is pretty daunting, especially over the next month. Yeah. Um. So if, if it continues to trend that way, I can see them being sellers as we get closer to the trade deadline. Damian, the San Francisco 49ers, best team in the NFL. Mm -hmm. The Dallas Cowboys made no mistake about saying that they were the measuring stick to determine where they were. The 49ers obviously destroyed them. Yes. Do you think the Dallas Cowboys are Super Bowl contenders? Um, Right now, no. But we have a long season ahead of us right now, Mm -hmm. okay? And I I tend to go back to when I was with the Jets, we played the uh, Patriots on Monday Night Football. Mm -hmm. And we got destroyed 45-3 to on Monday Night Football. I remember that game. We we literally – we didn't even watch the tape. We we buried the tape. That's what we did. This was with Rex Ryan. We buried the tape. We came back in the playoffs up in Foxborough, and we beat the Patriots in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. So, listen, I'm not saying – like the 49ers, in my opinion, are the clear-cut – best team in the National Football League, mm-hmm. but we have a lot of season to go and anything can happen. Talk about Damian Woody, of course, ESPN NFL analyst here on Unsportsmanlike on ESPN Radio. Hello, Michelle Smallman, Chris Canty, Evan Cohen with you. When you look at this league right now, the Niners are one, right? We say that Philadelphia and Kansas City are right there, two and three. If we said to you, you could have those three or the field to win the Super Bowl, who are you taking? Those three. <laughs> those three, those three, those three. I, I just the Forty ers to me are so complete. It's just it's going to be very hard for someone to beat the Forty ers The the quarterback is playing at MVP level right now. Um, obviously, we talk about CMC, Christian McCaffrey, Brandon Ayuk, George Kittle, Debo Sam, and then the defense just smothering people. When you're when you are that dominant on both sides of the ball, um, it's just hard. It's just hard to beat a team like that. Listen, Philadelphia is four and one, mm-hmm. and like I, I would actually say, that's about both Philadelphia and Kansas City. They haven't been like what we've thought, what we thought they were going to be. Yeah, mm-hmm. but they're four and one. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the scary thing. Like they they'll actually get better yes. as the season goes on. So I think of those three teams in the field. I'll take those three Those three teams. Damian, the Minnesota Vikings shut down Justin Jefferson for the next month. He's on mm-hmm. IR. Does that open the door for the Vikings to trade Kirk Cousins? Well, I think part of the, part of the issue is he has a no-trade clause. Yeah. So he controls the situation here. And I yeah, think but that, if somebody trades for him, they're going to give him a bag of money because of what it would cost. Well, I, I mean, listen, absolutely. Who's that team? That, that's right. That, I, that, yeah. that, I mean, that, to me, it's just like – and someone – you know, we were, I was talking with someone yesterday. It's like – but well, who's the team that would trade for Kirk Cousins, drop a bag, 
at this junction, at this junction, it's or as we approach the trade deadline, is I'm I'm having a hard time kind of wrapping my mind around which team would that be right now because I don't. Everyone will logically think the Jets. I don't think the Jets are going to do that. They're going to stick with Zach Wilson with, with this whole thing. How about so, the Atlanta Falcons? That now that's a, that's an intriguing team. I, I think a lot of this is you know, does Desmond Ritter, you know, somehow can stabilize the ship and and the Atlanta Falcons who has an array they have an array of weapons. They just traded for Van Jefferson, mm-hmm. so that's another piece added to the offense. If Van if if Desmond Ritter. Doesn't step his game up, maybe that might be the team. But I, I think the Minnesota Vikings are are in a, the worst possible position, being mediocre. Mm-hmm. Like like mm-hmm. I always say, you either want to be really good or just really bad. Because when you're really bad, you have an opportunity to go get one of these one of these top quarterbacks. I don't know. I think the Minnesota Vikings are one and four. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to be a meddling team. That's the worst position to be in. How do you think this ends with Bill Belichick and Robert Kraft? Because he's going to have a tough decision to make. Seems like the it seems like it's bottoming out up there in New England. I mean, back to back weeks, Bill has suffered his worst losses in his tenure, and there's no easy way out for the New England Patriots right now. I've always I've said this now for quite some time. Bill Belichick, the GM, is killing Bill Belichick, the coach, mm-hmm. because when you just look at just look at the, this team, who are the players that scare you, Chris? Who, who's the guy that you got a game plan against? Nobody. Nobody. <laughs> like, 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 for everybody out there, you know, usually we, you know, teams have one or two what we call dogs out there. That yeah. Your coordinators say, okay, we need to take this guy out or we got to feature this. Like, the Patriots don't have anybody like that. Mm-hmm. And that's why I come back and say Bill Belichick, the GM, is doing a disservice to Bill Belichick, the coach, because I still think coaching Bill Belichick is a, a, a genius, a savant. But when you don't have the, the right groceries, then it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. All right, as we say goodbye to Damian Woody, he's going to head over to get up at 8 a.m. Eastern time. Do you have your order memorized, your coffee order, off the top of your head, or you can't even do that? Uh, I think I pretty, I pretty much got it, yeah. Can we hear it or no? Yeah, listen, it's a, uh, it's a, it's a venti. It's a venti <laughs> Chris ice, is writing this down. It's a venti ice caramel macchiato, four, four pumps vanilla, four pumps caramel, Ooh. upside down um, with, whole, <laughs> with, whole, with whole milk. That's that's what's the, the upside down component? Well, it, the upside down component. Yeah, I've never heard that. It's because of the the um, the the cat the the coffee the coffee the, the shots. So oh. instead of you put shots in first instead yes. of last. Yeah, oh, that's right. That's okay. right. So yeah. it blends differently. That's right. It blends oh, differently. the Damian yeah. Woody special. Yeah, I like this. Yeah. We so, got to try this. We got to. I've had easier times with the trigonometry problem <laughs> than, than, than memorizing that order, dog. Oh, no, it's easy. <laughs> <laughs> you Text it to me, dog. I got you. I got you. I need that. Coming up, one of the greatest players ever joins us. We're on Sportsman, like ESPN Radio. It's Demon Time on Prize Picks, where you can now win up to 100 times your money. That's right, 100, 100 times, times your money. money. With as little as four correct picks, you can turn $10 into $1,000. Demons and Goblins are the newest and most exciting way to play at Prize Picks. Squares marked with red demons or green goblins get you different payouts. And as always, Prize Picks is really simple to play. You can make your picks and submit your entry in less than 60 seconds. They even offer injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. 
quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stat types are what make PrizePix the number one daily fantasy sports app. Go to prizepix.com morning and use code morning for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepix.com morning, code morning for a first deposit match up to $100. PrizePix. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. It is Unsportsmanlike on ESPN Radio, along with Michelle Smallman, Chris Canty, Evan Cohen with you. You want to talk about great sports resumes and resumes in life? Mm. <laughs> Our next guest may have the greatest resume ever for anyone ever appearing on this show. And we're only, we're, we are five weeks in, but still, we could be five years mm-hmm. in, and I don't know that we will have somebody with a better resume than Cheryl Swoops. She is a four-time WNBA champion, mm. just a six-time WNBA All-Star, just mm. a five-time WNBA All-First Team. I mean, Ooh. just a little bit of stuff there. And uh, she will present the Athletes Unlimited co-founders uh, with the Champions of Equality Award at the Women's Sports Foundation Gala tonight. She's on the Athletes Unlimited Advisory Board, and she joins us now. Let's talk some WNBA and some basketball. Are you looking at this Las Vegas Aces team and seeing your old school Houston team that won four in a row? Do you see yourselves in the team that is about to win yet another championship? (laughs) Good morning, everybody. Uh, Of course not. (laughs) (laughs) They're not good enough yet? They're not good enough? (laughs) You you didn't expect me to say anything else, did you? No. No, no. seriously, listen. This Las Vegas... This Las Vegas Aces team, um, man, when they're clicking on all cylinders like they were last night, they're pretty good. I, I will say they there there are certain parts of this squad that absolutely reminds me of the Comets when we won the first four championships. And I mean, they're on the road to be able to do something that hasn't been done since two thousand and who I believe two thousand and two. Maybe um, with an opportunity to repeat. And I love this team. I do. Uh, big fan of, of Becky, big fan of Asia, everybody. But uh, New, New York has some work to do. Absolutely. And this feels like this series is a little more personal than a typical WNBA final series for Asia Wilson. It came down to her and Stewie, Brianna Stewart, in the MVP voting. And, of course, Asia was on the wrong side of it. And now we're talking about the Las Vegas Aces through the first two games having the third greatest point differential of any WNBA finals uh, series in the history of the sport. Just curious from your perspective how Asia being slighted from her perspective in the MVP vote could lead to motivation for her in this series. I mean, no doubt. And, and as a former athlete, I think when when you feel like you should have won the award, and and let's just be honest, it wasn't just Asia. I thought Alyssa Thomas was right there with Stewie and and Asia as well. So when you talk about being slighted, you can talk about AT being slighted as well. But as far as making it taking it personal, of course she is. 
you know, Asia against Stewie. Asia won it last year. Stewie came and 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 won and took what Asia had. The other side of that is I also think it's personal for Becky Hammond. You know, Becky played for the New York Liberty for a long time in the W, never won a championship. Now as a coach for the Aces with an, with an opportunity to do that, I, I think it's personal for Becky as well. And then when you look at Asia's teammates, of course, every single one of them thought, felt, said Asia was the MVP. They still say she's the MVP. So, of course, it's personal. And, and Asia, to your point, Asia has come out these first two games and has really led her team. She understands what it takes to be able to repeat and just just her will to to want to be great and her will to to win, you know, and to do whatever it takes to do that. She has absolutely set the tone in these first two games. Cheryl, winning a championship is hard enough. Repeating is a very difficult task. And speaking of Asia Wilson, I read that she had reached out to you to find out what the formula is in order to repeat. Can you share with us some of the advice that you gave her? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't I don't know if there is a formula, but to your point, it is. Absolutely, winning one championship is difficult enough. But when you talk about repeating, you know the target's on your back. Everyone's coming for what you have. Um, you know, Don Staley, who was Asia's coach and I played together for a while in, in the Olympics, played with her with the comments and Don and I are really good friends. And Asia reached out to me and said, I hope you don't mind that coach Staley gave me your number. Of course I don't mind. Um, you know, I'll tell you, I just said to her, I said, listen, at this point, it's not even about schemes. You all know New York, New York knows you. It's about hooping. It's about balling. You got to go out and you got to play. And, you know, the series isn't over, so I can't tell you everything that I said to her. But um, I just I told her she had to be aggressive and, you know, just just go play basketball. Don't think too much, but you have to you have to jump on them early. You have to set the tone and, and you have to be the great player that you are. And And she's done that so far. Cheryl Swoops joining us here on Sportsman Like ESPN Radio. Hello, Michelle Smallman, Chris Canty, Evan Cohen with you. Cheryl's going to be a part of the Athletes Unlimited uh, Sports Foundation Gala tonight. WNBA in general. I, I don't have numbers to back me up on this necessarily. ESPN has done a phenomenal job, obviously, of covering it. It feels like it's more popular than it's ever been. It feels like more NBA players have advocated for WNBA than ever before. Do you feel it the same way, and why do you think that is? Oh, absolutely. Um, and and I think it's it's great. It's it's beautiful to watch. Um, and to your point, the growth of the game and the coverage and everything that ESPN is doing, it is in a very, very good, healthy space. Um, and when you talk about NBA players, I mean, Dwayne Wade himself being part owner of the Chicago Sky, who, by the way, just hired former New York Liberty Teresa Weatherspoon. I'm so excited um, for her. I just I think it's time, you know, everybody wants to be a part of not just women's basketball, but women's sports and in the WNBA in particular, the talent level is incredible. Opportunities are amazing. The the new expansion team that the Bay Area just announced. I think if you if you sit back and, and you watch everything that's happening every single day in the WNBA, it makes you feel like the time is right. Everybody wanting to be a part and not just NBA, you know, Tom Brady being part owner of the Las Vegas Aces. And 
Um, the last thing I'll add is is just opportunity and, and not just with the WNBA. When you look at, honestly, what the co-founders of Athletes Unlimited, what they're doing, um, John Patrickoff and Jonathan Soros, just giving women more opportunity to succeed, more opportunity um, to, to elevate the game. It's just everybody is paying attention. Everybody's taking notice and everybody wants to be a part. And and for me, as a former player of the WNBA, it's such a beautiful thing to watch the growth of the league. Sure. We talked about Becky Hammond and how she has this Las Vegas Aces team rolling. I- I'm curious to know from your perspective, could you ever see her making the leap from the WNBA to being an NBA head coach? I could. I could. I, I think, you know, Becky having coached under arguably the, the greatest NBA coach um, ever in Greg Popovich, I think she's learned so much, like all the tools that she needs. She has them in her toolbox. And I, I do absolutely see Becky being able to do that. But what I will say, and it for selfish reasons, I don't want that to happen. Um, because we have so many incredible, great, talented women in the W who've played in the W who swing cash working with the Pelicans. And, you know, I want Becky to stay absolutely exactly where she is. Um, you know, of course, the the money is better on the NBA side. But what Mark Davis is doing with that organization and, and that franchise and, you know, Becky being the highest paid WNBA coach, rightfully so. Um, if the opportunity presents itself for her, I would love to see her do it. But at the same time, for selfish reasons, I hope it doesn't because I don't want us to lose another great WNBA player um, to the NBA. Cheryl, let's finish with this. You talked about the Sports Foundation Gala tonight, Athletes Unlimited. Tell everybody about that, why that's important to you, and why you're a part of this this evening. Oh, my gosh. First of all, the Women's Sports Foundation, um, you know, they do so many incredible things for not just female athletes, but for anyone who's really involved in women's sports. And for me, being an advisory board member and a broadcast analyst for Athletes Unlimited, it's I will have the honor of presenting John and Jonathan um, with the Champion for Equality Award tonight. And it's important to me because I see I've been a part of Athletes Unlimited for two years now, hopefully going on three. Um, and I see what John and Jonathan are doing and the importance of of elevating women and giving women the opportunity. And it's not just basketball. It's um, volleyball, softball, lacrosse basketball that athletes unlimited those are all sports that that athletes unlimited have and and what i love about it is that it's a player-led organization so players um through an executive committee they basically run the league and control the league and and the scoring system in the in basketball especially is so exciting um but it's it's important to me because I love being in a position where I feel like I'm making a difference and to be alongside John and Jonathan, who have done a phenomenal job of giving women opportunity. Um, it makes my heart feel good. So that's why it's important to me. Well, that is awesome to hear. Congratulations. And uh, our very own Michelle Smallman is doing the same on the broadcast side. I'll just say the first ever female in this time slot in national sports radio history. So she's doing the same that you're doing. And we appreciate your time. Thank you so much for the time. You're welcome. Let's go, Michelle. Uh, Thanks, Cheryl. And there is Cheryl Swoops (laughs) joining us here on Sportsmanlike on ESPN Radio. 
Support for this podcast and the following message comes from Wise, the account that helps you manage your money all around the world. Dining in dollars, doing business and bot, wherever life takes you, the Wise account helps you send, spend, and receive in different currencies fast. Wise is the easy way to connect all of your finances internationally. Buying that dream property in Portugal? Done. Freelancing in France? No problem. Sending money back to mom? Simple. All without hidden fees or exchange rate markups. Minimum fees, maximum ease, full speed. Join 16 million customers and learn how the Wise account could work for you by downloading the app or visiting wise.com slash unsportsmanlike. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. You know, each and every day we give Pat Costello, producer of the show, the floor to run wild all over the place with a segment that we call I'm Over It. It's where Pat tells us things, two or three things every single day that he's over. He's sick of sports, non-sports, whatever it may be. A lot of people are starting to like this. Yeah. I don't understand why, because Pat is so miserable every single day. Maybe misery loves He can't be miserable today, though, because this Phillies blasted the Atlanta Braves. That they did. And they're they're pretty much going to win this series, right? I know I'm touching the money a little bit, but they're going to win the NLDS. They're going to the CS, right? That's happening. I don't want to count out that Braves offense. They're the best team in baseball. They were dominant all year. That offense, they showed up all series, though. Maybe he's over people giving the Phillies the crown already and that he doesn't like that. Pat, what do you got for us today? No, I'm actually over the fact that tickets are $500, but that's a whole... Whole other thing. It's the hottest club in the country, Pat. You're gonna have to pay to get in. So much. Um, all right. The first one is cats. Uh, <laughs> they're the worst. I've never met a cool cat. They're they're never chill and nice. They're always uppity and angry, and they're just mad at you all the time. I, cats are the worst. That sound like the your, they sound like your spirit animal, Pat. <laughs> that, that's exactly. It's a little uppity, a little angry all the time. Like, it kind of sounds. You like have to Pat work for their love. Yeah. Pat the cat. Yeah, Pat, Pat the, cat? the cat. Yeah. I am not a cat person, though. I don't, I. I don't like that you have to work for it all the time and that they're so temperamental. I love that when you come home. Stay calm. <laughs> I am not an adult oh, this morning. On. Oh, come on. Yeah, you calm, you, you, say, you just said you have to work, work for it. Can you work it? Let me work it. <laughs> I, I now hear it, Susie. Yeah, exactly. I now you have to it. work for the... I got it. You I have got to it. Work. I'm just saying. All I'm <laughs> saying is that when you have a dog and you come home after a long day, you open the door, that dog is running to greet you. They are excited you're there. A cat's like... Mm, oh, uh, maybe. I, I have to be careful on this because I'm going to get destroyed. I'm not, <laughs> it's a hot take in Beaver Dam. <laughs> it's a hot take. <laughs> But thanks now for I the understand swag. what you were doing earlier. I didn't pick up on it until right now. How did you not pick up on it? I, because I, I've spent so long not being mature that I've tried to get my maturity up. I'm now going to revert back to where I was, which I'm happy to do. Shout out to ESPN Beaver Dam. Sent us the swag today right in front of us. The first station out there. If you're a radio station that is carrying this show, 
Do your job, as Belichick says. Send us the swag. We can display it. Look at the free promotion you're getting on our show every single day. Why did you do that, Smalls? I didn't mean you to. Did. You Pat's the one the that brought up cats. Yeah, that's a great point. I'm not an What do you got person. next for us, Pat? What we got? Pat, what we general. got? What are you over? No Nuno's, pets. Nuno's no mad at me for some reason for this. I'm not, I just said that cats are terrible. but <laughs> um, I'm over people who share their Venmo transactions publicly. I, it's such a weird trend to me. I don't care that you're paying your friend $8 for the slices of pizza. They Keep it private. I've never seen someone share a Venmo. No, it's on the It's feed. on Venmo. Yeah, if you, when you go to Venmo, you can see what your friends are paying people for. What? Yeah. Why? I don't know. It's just on the feed. That's what I'm that. saying. That it's doesn't on the even feed. make any sense. I don't make need it that, private. I don't need that much information from you. I don't need to know what you're paying your people friends. People don't need to know about you know, my transactions. You know what that tells me? That Pat doesn't want people seeing what he's doing behind closed doors. Is that doors. what it is? That's what that tells me. You know what? What he's paying on these figurines, if he scaled back on that, <laughs> maybe he could afford the ticket to like, game to game. Yeah, if you didn't the, pay the, $700 for the Brett DS, the Hitman I'm just, I'm, I'm just saying, God. maybe you could afford the ticket to game four of the DS yeah. tonight. I'm just, just putting it out there. Wild theory. Pat? <laughs> All right, this is the last one. and I promise- He didn't deny it. He's like Kirk Cousins with a no-trade clause. <laughs> he didn't say he was or was not going to wave yeah. it. He just moved on to the next thing. It's I'm, not enough. He's just worried about the Bears this week. There we go. Shout out to Brett the Hitman Hart. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I promise this is not me being a company man, but I see this a lot, especially on TikTok. And it's people that belittle people for going to Disney World as adults. I'm sorry that I enjoy having fun. I didn't know that my happiness impacted your life this much. I didn't know it was that much of a detriment to you that I like to enjoy myself. Are you a Disney adult, Pat? Yes, I am. Okay, first of all, what's wrong with being a company man? I don't understand that one. That's yeah. that's being not a company man yeah. by saying what you just said. So you actually just got yourself in trouble, I think. Listen, probably. I'm all about using all the complimentary tickets that the <laughs> company gives me to go to Disney World and all the parks. I love Disney World. I hadn't been in a long time. but yeah. It's so ne- fun. Exactly. The only thing that makes me nervous about going to Disney, Pat, is that when you think about getting on the rides, a man of my stature, six eight, three hundred fifty pounds? I just know in the back of my mind the ride wasn't built for me, and thereby it may not be safe for me. Yeah. So that's where it gets a little dicey for the big fella. When my nephews want me to get on the rides with them, you can't go to Disney World and not ride the rides with your right, nephews. Right. But at the same time, it's like nephews, the rides weren't made for me, so it might not be safe for Uncle Chris. Have you ever had somebody who's you know getting people on the ride? I don't know what they're called, the usher or whatever, be like. Mm. I don't know. Oh, yeah. All all, all the time. All the time. All the time. But I'm like, I'm with my nephews. Like, I basically, yeah, my my brother has pawned his kids (laughs) off on me. He's like, hey, you go hang out with him. You don't see him that often. Spend the day with Uncle Chris at Disney World. Okay, cool. But a part of that is Uncle Chris getting on the rides. And how disappointed would they be if they couldn't ride the rides because their uncle is so damn big? That can't happen. They want that moment with Uncle Chris. Exactly. But Uncle Chris is nervous as hell about that ride being able to hold him. I'm petrified of roller coasters and the teacups. Yeah. The teacups are the, the teacups? worst. You ever been on the teacups? Of course. They're fast. They get very, you very, so very fast. nauseous. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. Very they're dizzy. fast. And there's a the lot of work yeah. involved, you know? Yeah. What? Oh, my God. I didn't say anything. But you love- the teacups. <laughs> the teacups. I will not go on the teacups. Grow they're up. too scary for me. They're too scary. I don't understand that. That's on brand. Yeah. Yeah. But the roller coasters, forget it. I'm a petrified of roller coasters. The thing that's like the pirate ship thing that goes back and forth. Oh, you know what the one I don't one. understand is it goes straight up and then it just drops you all the way down. Yeah, why would the, you want to do why that? Why would you want to do that? Because it's fun. There's no, 
But you're gonna, what part of that is fun? Falling straight down is fun? Yeah. We're on Sportsmanlike yeah, on ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. You can listen to Unsportsmanlike live weekdays from 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch on ESPN2 and on ESPNU. Unsportsmanlike with Evan Canty and Michelle. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.